What's up, bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. Some of you may know me from my book review Instagram, Book Obsessed Reviews, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host. What's up, guys? MJ here, bringing you all of the comic relief. I'm just kidding. I think I'm funny, but I really am not. Um, is funny. How is everybody doing on this lovely Thursday evening? I'm doing okay. Stevie, are you doing okay? I am doing wonderful. Except it's really cold here today. Like, I mean, it could snow. It's cold here where I'm at, too, in North Carolina. And I wish, like, the weather would stop being so, like, ridiculous and make up its mind whether it wanted to be hot or cold. You and me both. I'm so tired of, like, having to wear short sleeves one day and go outside the next day in, like, full coat, hat, and scarf. I know. It's stressful. But uh, what is new in the book world, Stevie, from over there at Book Obsession Reviews? Well, it's release day. I know. It's release day for everybody and their mother. One, two, three, four, five. You have Serenay. You have Serenay with Hard Love, which is a great book. I love that book. And then you have uh, me uh, with you have me yeah me <laughs> uh, my third book in the fury series is out today shattered ice uh i'm so excited i love kai and charlotte i think they i don't i don't think i want to have favorites because i feel like picking favorites in my series is like picking picking favorites of like your children and i feel like that's wrong i have a favorite but oh god oh god don't tell me i don't want to know but you already I just, know who is it? Are you sure I know? Listen, you change your mind daily with that. It's Bishop and Valor. They will be my OGs. Well, see, I mean, everybody, every one of them has like a special place in my heart, but like there's something just about Kai and Charlotte that just like they they get to me every single time. I love them. And so if you guys like angsty romance sports books, go read my Fury series and go read Shattered Ice, which is out today. Woot woot. I feel like we should also add because we had Taylor Danae Colbert yesterday with us. Her book came out today. It is Oh yeah, today. Party Party. And that is the third book in the Mead Lake series. We talked to her yesterday and that was super fun. I love talking to her. She's super down to earth, super funny. Love chatting with her. She's she's so much fun. I lo- I would love to hang out with her. We're not far from each other at all, so we really could hang out together. You definitely could, without a doubt. So super. I ha- I, need, I feel like I need to have a drum roll, like some type of like interesting thing to do because we have a super stellar, amazing special guest on the podcast today. She that- is a, she is a hockey writing legend, and I am nervous. <laughs> As somebody who I feel like is a rookie in the uh, subgenre of sports romance, talking to Miss Natasha Madison is a little bit, it's a little bit heavy on the nerves. Like, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I get intimidated by her sometimes, not going to lie, because just because she's so amazing and she's the sweetest human in the world. I know I just feel like I feel like anytime anybody's like super successful and just like amazing at what they do automatically my hands start to sweat and I'm like yep I'm nervous and intimidated and I have no idea what I'm doing myself so but I'm super excited to talk to her I'm super excited to pick her brain and like see what her writing process is like and all the things that she does 
And so I'm super stoked. Like I literally cannot wait. She's kind of, she's one of those authors that just seem like every book gets better and better and it's like a build up. Yeah. Even in a series because I am, I am an OG fan of hers. I've been following her since the beginning. But my all-time favorite series by her is the Southern series, and I reread that series all the time. I, I never not read that series. Am new to Natasha Madison, mostly because I just feel like I was new to like the romance, like indie publishing world in general. But she was one of the first authors that I read that I picked up when I, you know, like fell into this little rabbit hole. And so the first series that I read by her was the only one. So like only one kiss and only one chance biting at the bit, chomping at the bit for the next two. Super excited about it. But uh, yeah, I literally can't wait to like pick her brain and talk to her about her writing process and all the things that goes on in Natasha Madison's world. I feel like we should add too is that we have another announcement to make that we've mentioned before. What is it? <laughs> Why, she does not keep our calendar, just so you know. If you have a question, ask me. Um, no, we have Alexis Winter next week for a special episode, which if any If you know, would have told me the special announcement was another person coming on, I would have been able to tell you who it was. You, I thought it was something like something else. I was like, what are you about to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do without her I was like, oh. I always, look this is our deal I always run everything by her when I'm booking <laughs> but yeah but I keep the schedule so she is the organized one listen I have like 18,000 schedules all right just like all over the place and that and you're just amazing that you can hold down this schedule she like messaged me in the middle of the night you good for so-and-so time at with so-and-so <laughs> I'm like yeah let me just jot it right down two and days I say we are night owl so we're normally up anyway but um yes we are having Alexis Winter if you know our schedule with our book with our podcast we go every other week yep but not this time um when you're hearing this we'll have already posted taylor's episode so that will be back to back and we are and doing, be on the lookout for some back-to-back episodes during the we are getting holidays. more of we are going to start doing a little bit more of and if you speak up and tell us people write us review us let us know do you want us every week like we will yeah. do this if you guys want us every week i'd be more than happy to carve out some time for my writing schedule to do that because I love talking to Stevie. I love talking to new author. Other, I said new authors. Other we are here authors. to please the people. Exactly. We are for the people, by the people. But yes, Alexis Winter is coming one next week for a, or, um, well, her episode will come out December 1st. Yes, yeah, so it's like a Christmas special and her last name is Winter. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah, I hope she listens to this episode. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she is coming on and we are doing a special release episode with her for her book. Woot, woot, party. I'm excited about I Love Alexis and we will get into that all next, like all in her episode about her books and some of, some of the greatest books that I've read are from her and she has some really great series like the Slade Brothers and I just think everybody should read her. But yeah, she will be on and it will be a special edition episode. So and we are booked out through the end of the year officially. So 
Oh, I want to say something before we get on with Natasha. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Merry Thanksgiving. However you say Whatever it. you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. I was going to say Hanukkah, but I was like, oh, no. I was like, shit. I was like, shit, Alex. Hanukkah's not till like, what? December or something? I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not Jewish. I'm not, I'm not religious, so I don't know. But whatever you celebrate, Thanksgiving, whatever, whatever you decide to do, happy whatever giving day, go eat some turkey. Happy Friendsgiving if you only have your friends. Like, eat a shit ton of, you know, stuffing and, like, stuff your face. Go into fen- your, um, what's it called? Um, Cardiac arrest. Fen coma, the fen coma tryptophan. Yes, <laughs> like a food coma. Yeah. And That's you, not the best. I swear, I get some of the best sleep after Thanksgiving dinner. Oh yeah, wear yourself a pair of yoga pants and just then go Black Friday shopping. Out. But social distance, guys. My nephew will social tell you. Social distancing <laughs> is a key. Um, I'm not going to tell you what you can and cannot do on the Black Friday, but I will tell you. I hope that you guys are safe. I hope you guys wear a mask. Everybody, social distance. But I hope you're in the has process a- of being shut down again here. So. Yeah, so if your state is not allowing you to gather for the Thanksgiving, I hope you have a good Zoom Thanksgiving, a good, you know, whatever. Exactly, exactly. So I hope that everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving and we all kind of, I think it's really, I think it's a really important Thanksgiving with everything that's kind of went on with 2020. Yeah, it's different and it's very important um, to really keep the normalcy of this because we haven't really had any big holidays since COVID started. Yeah, and I mean, that I think we really kind of shut things down, and Christmas and Thanksgiving are coming. Yeah, so, and I kind of think we took. I think a lot of people, I mean, myself included, take something like Thanksgiving for granted. You know, because in my family, every single year since I was a child, we go to my grandparents, and we still do that. And I'm lucky enough that both my grandparents are alive. And so we go to Thanksgiving and now it's just, it's so weird that you could have the opportunity to not be able to do that. It made me super emotional the other day thinking about it. And I think that this is like a great Thanksgiving for everybody to really realize how thankful we are to be able to spend time with each other. Kids can't even go see Santa this year. I know. So, I mean, I just Um, think that these holidays, this season, this year, everybody just needs to be a little bit extra grateful for what you have be grateful for it especially if you're working and i would like to also point out too because um i think mj and i both have people in our families that are frontline workers who work every day yes um that we are very grateful for the stuff i'm very fortunate my dad's a retired police officer but not all heroes wear capes right yep exactly my father is a retired police officer but works in police dispatch now so of course he's a frontline worker and works every day um i applaud you guys for being able to work every day and working knowing that you guys could catch covid exactly so um, we appreciate you guys for doing guys that. get tested it's not awful i've already done it i already um i tested positive last week so i quarantined <laughs> i do not want to stick up thing up my nose it's not, I promise you it's not bad I thought they were going to go a lot further up I thought it was going to like reach my brain for a minute but now they literally go um if you've ever had went to an ENT with a scope nope still don't want to do it I don't want it, anything go to my nose it goes about it goes about two inches up your nose it's no, cool like I 
I'm gonna pass on it. I thought it was gonna be worse than it was. It was no worse than a damn um strep test. So we go. Nope. Don't want anything going on my nose. But uh, we're gonna go over and head over and talk to Natasha. So stay tuned and get ready for all the magic. When USA Today bestselling author's nose isn't buried in a book or her fingers flying across the keyboard writing, she's in the kitchen cooking, creating gourmet meals. You can find her in four-inch heels, no less, in the car, chauffeur, and kids, or possibly with her husband scheduling his business trips. It's a good thing her characters do what she says because even her Labrador doesn't listen to her. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to have you, Miss Natasha Madison. Hi. Thank you for having me. No problem. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's 2020. It's 2020. Yes. 2020. What is, what else How could you be? Yeah. Everybody's a mess. It's fine. So Survive. we are super excited to talk to you. I was super nervous. Stevie was super nervous. Well, we were super excited Hi. to have you on here. I think we had this conversation before you popped in here, like on the beginning of the episode. Uh, I think it's just because you're just such a great writer. And then like any time that I talk to anybody that's like so good at what they do, I'm like, don't, my hands are sweating. Should not have wore the sweater. If it makes you feel better. If it makes you feel better, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> That does make me feel a little bit better, a little bit. So, so let's just break the ice that way. It's just me, little old me. So we're going to talk a little bit about a few of your books and then, you know, we'll ask you a few questions about your writing process and that kind of thing. But I want to start out with the only one series. So like only yeah. one kiss. Yes. I, I, we could talk about this book. Okay. Uh, because... Uh, this is the series that I read from you, and I, I love this book. I love these books so much. Is so, this the first, the first book that you re- read from me? Yes, and that is only because, okay. let me just, that's only because I just oh, recently, I just recently Fine. got into, like, the romance genre of, like, this kind of, like, area, yeah. and so you were one of the yeah. first authors that I was recommended to, and I love these books. Okay, so I think that Candace and Ralph are so perfect. I love them with like my whole heart. And I think that- Can you- I just say Ralph was not thought out because it's really not a sexy name. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, you named him Ralph. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I keep naming <laughs> characters and then giving them books, not thinking Ralph is not a sexy name. Because when you say Ralph, I think the honeymooners. So, I oh God, I didn't even think of that. I mean, I mean, I guess I could understand why like people wouldn't like it. I guess it's not exactly like the sexiest name in the yeah. entire world. But I mean, I liked it. I thought it fit him. I thought it fit him yeah. as a person. Yeah, so, that's fitting him very well. And I think that that is what I liked about it. I think that I thought. I think my favorite thing about the whole book is that you walked the line so perfectly with the issue of like a past spouse and I thought you just like like it was just so well done because it's really easy for some authors to like it's a little too far and people don't like it and a little less and people don't understand it so I thought that you did like a really good job of doing that and so how did you go about dealing with you know like a hard issue like finding a love after you lost a spouse um so you have to be really sensitive to kind of like every 
like everyone around it, right? Mm -hmm. And they had this child together. Yep. And so- Oh, the, I loved her. The main focus is the child. And then it, it also got to the point where I didn't want, like, even though he didn't really love her, mm -hmm. I didn't want a disrespect for her because at the end, she exactly. still gave him a child. Exactly. I mean, you know, they, would they have even been together had she not passed away? I mean, who knows? Exactly. But, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, in a lot of my books, I touch like different subjects that are like kind of like towing the line yes I and love that like, though you're hard to like you don't want to piss people off because <laughs> that happens more often than none and then but I, I I knew for him that he had this like she gave me this gift yes and I have to make sure that like you know I protect her with everything that I have. So it was very hard for him to even step into the, like to cross that line that, wait a second, like there's this woman. Yeah. And I really like her, but I have like, would she have wanted? Yeah. And, and not even from the fact that like, would she have wanted me to move on because I loved her, but like, is this yeah. what she would want for our daughter? Yeah. And it, so it's, I loved it though. It was so good and it was so well done. And if it makes you, I guess if it makes you feel any better or like any consolation, I have a friend of mine who I recommended it to. And she literally, I'm not even joking you. She hates it when like, she has this problem because she's married and she's like, listen, if I ever die and my husband moves on, I'm losing my mind. I will I'm haunt it. him. Yes. And I'm she's gonna losing her mind. Like during intercourse, I will like whisper, <laughs> in like I'll be the ghost that doesn't go away. Yes. And that's how and she like, feels. Yeah. That's how she feels. 100%. And she was like, I don't want to read it if that's how it's going to be. And I was like, I promise you it's so well done. Like, please read it. And she loved it. And it was the yeah. only book that she's ever read like that, that she actually enjoyed. Yeah. So. No, I'm going to be like, I always say if I'd be the worst ex-wife, like I'd be like the bitch of ex-wives. I'd be like the throne of ex-wife bitches. I would sit on it. I would be me. <laughs> the pettiest I, I, of all. I would not. And like, if I die, like he's not moving on. <laughs> it's, it's gonna, it's, it's over for him. So, <laughs> That's it. I was the best thing he ever had. Yeah. He's not having anything else. We're done. Is erectile dysfunction for the rest <laughs> of his life. Oh, I love this. That's fantastic. You are hilarious. That's so funny. Also, I hope he sees this. <laughs> and just like <laughs> lets him listen to it. Like, listen, you just need to know that this is what's happening. Yeah. You <laughs> and so I think we I think that we like because so I have three kids and we're kind of like a funny family. And we were sitting down and stuff, and my son, who's dating this wonderful woman, girl. And he's like, if we get the, if we get like break up and stuff, all I want from her is every screw to everything that she has in her house and her car, because everything's gonna fall apart. So he's petty <laughs> like that. And then fantastic! I oh my god! And then I looked at my husband, and he's like, I don't want anything. I'm like, well, you're not gonna have anything left because I'm burning it all. <laughs> Screw splitting it in half. I am burning it all. 
It kind of, it puts me in the, puts me in the mind of that Medea scene where she like cuts the couch in half. Like, do you want this half? You want this half? Nope. Burning all of it. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Both be miserable. Yeah. So, uh, that was interesting. That's an interesting part. Yeah. So my son is taking every single screw, like from her car, from her chair, from her bed, from. And it just all like falls apart. She can't build it back. She wants all the screws. And I'm like, why? He's like, because then she gets nothing. I'm like, but she could buy a new screw. <laughs> but it's going to be such an inconvenience having to put all that shit back. Yeah. Oh, I and, love and that. Like in her car, she needs a new car. She's going to have to get a new car, her bed. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you even think of that? Oh, like, God. Wow. And then I was like, that's my boy. <laughs> yes, because here I am going to burn down the entire house. Your father's shit. Like it's, he's leaving with nothing exactly so i love that book super great way to start my introduction to your writing and then the next book which i also loved because listen we're gonna have to talk about the grandma (laughs) miss nancy this is literally i got i to me she's like the most funniest character i've ever that and then i I love her that shit on it and said if that was a man you guys would be like borderline harassment and I'm like okay but it's not a man and it's fake exactly exactly and I thought that she was which I'm from the south right so the kind of humor that she had and like how she was is so like it's my freaking grandma okay like I was like I think it's everybody's grandma that you want exactly it's my grandma and I think from the south like we call like we call people like sugar and honey it doesn't matter if I just met you and so like the way that she was with like the flirtatious jokes and like how funny she was I thought it was hilarious because it's normal for like where I'm come from yeah but she is a who and I just want to know like who inspired that like who was it that you saw or met and you were like damn this Um, lady so I, I kind of brain thought it with uh, my best friend, Aurora Rose Reynolds. Mm-hmm. So we were talking oh, about it. Yeah. So we were talking about it. And then I was like, okay, so she's going to bid on him. And then she's going to send the grandmother out. And I'm like, okay, but the grandmother has to be like really nuts. Like think off crazy. the wall. <laughs> think crazy. That's the grandma. And then I'm like, I just thought of like the craziest thing that a grandmother could do that's what she did like <laughs> painting you're not naked. kidding you're painting not naked. kidding like on the canvas <laughs> love it though yeah and I loved I loved uh, I loved Miller and Layla I loved their I loved the way that they came together I loved the way that they pushed each other apart and then came I loved them I loved their dynamic and I loved how they worked and they were more of and they were like probably my favorite kind of this my favorite type of book to read is when the guy has to like chase the girl hard like and he did and she made him and I love that and so do you prefer writing it that way do you prefer writing like the guy like hardcore groveling for the girl or like vice versa um I, I really, I think I like the guy groveling because it's like, you need to prove your worth to her mm-hmm. and to every woman out there that's going to fall in love with you. Because let's be honest, you're not falling in love with Layla. Yes. I mean, 
you're yes, falling in love like you're looking for your next book boyfriend so exactly. i have to make him that exactly you want to be lay look right exactly so i mean yeah. i get that and so, which i mean i'll be honest with you there are some female characters that i'm like you know what forget the dude i really might date you like you might be my bookshelf girlfriend yeah yeah but and no- I, the thing with this series is all four women are so independent yes and i love that i love it so much yeah they're like totally independent on their own mm-hmm. like i think becca is the most independent out of the four of them i'm super excited for her and nico's book yeah she is hardcore like she is like work 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 and then nico is there and he's he's his theory is work 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 so when you get two workhorses i love that he didn't make her change yes didn't make him change like oh you got another work function like but you have to pick me over your work yeah it's like when we met each other the reason I fell in love with you was because you had drive and because you put work first and so why would you expect me to change that now that we're a partnership you know yeah I love that that's so cute yeah so they're all independent in their own way so I kind of like sneaks in there I love them all and you have a lot coming for your readers in 2021 you have only one touch and then only one night and then only one night is my favorite book i've ever written oh shit yeah i'm ready i'm so ready real it's a again it's a line that i towed because as you know he is married Yes. Oh my God. Toe the line. I toe the line. He is married. He's in a loveless marriage and he wants out, but he's Mm -hmm. still married when he meets this woman. And it's a moral thing. It's like, it's a moral thing for him. Well, I, in his mind, he's in his mind, there's no marriage, right? Yeah. In his line, it's like, I'm not even married. She lives in my house. She bangs her trainer in the basement oh shit (laughs) i'm staying with this woman because she'll take away my son yeah oh my god but evelyn is more like but you're married like you leave here and you go home to her yeah and it's like that she's struggling with it she she is like the 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 moral for him it's like but it's just like we're roommates and she's like but she's still a woman and she's your wife like and I think that shows like the greatest comparison of men to women in that aspect is that women I feel like we're more uh, well not all women but like as a general thing is I feel like if it's on paper like that and it's like oh you're married in our heads it's always gonna be there it's never gonna leave you're You're not oh it's gonna like in the like you'll be like it's fine in the back of your mind you're like you're married like yeah and know. the dude's like eh whatever and it's <laughs> yeah. like no we can't but have then, that but it it just it it starts off as a one night stand I love I'm so excited yeah I'm well, so they, excited they for literally books. meet one night and it's like for him it's foreign territory because he's never done this yeah and for her it's like holy shit I just had a one night stand and then it's like she leaves him like in the, he doesn't like he wakes up she's not there I love when girls do that yeah and so now he's like holy shit I just had the best night of my life and I don't like 
how do I go about finding her? And then when they come face to face again, it's like, oh my God, like I finally find you. And then this is my wife. Oh my God. I know. I'm so excited for these. I know. So, so that it's just like the moral, I think it's, it's more of like the moral that you were still married. Yeah. For her, it's very hard because she's like, you know, they're not a young couple. They're in their thirties. So she is like, she's been cheated on and she doesn't want to be that other woman. Like, like anyways, it's very like, to me, that like again I told the line with him being married and having a relationship while having a relationship yeah Yeah. I love that and I'm super excited to read them I cannot wait and I know that you announced this is Stevie is so stoked you have no idea she (laughs) called me and she was like you'll never believe what I just found out and I was like what oh my god and so I'm gonna I am gonna read it it's on my TV I've been real since I read but you sunrise and there was a hint that there was going to be a yeah. Yeah. and so you are going back down south going back south I bless her heart this is not a good thing (laughs) 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 and you are coming back with southern heart and so tell us a little bit about you don't have to be too spoily or anything like that but tell us a little bit about like what inspired like the southern series and this new book Um, I, I, well, the Southern series was created uh, two years ago. I had like, I had, bl- I had like kind of like made the world in my mind with Southern Chance, Southern Comfort and Southern Storm. Originally, it was three books and done. Okay. Yes. And it's, it's very different to anything that I've ever done. Like it had, it pushed me to limits. Like I'm a, I love you and we're together and we're not breaking. Like, it's like, once I love you, I love you. And then it's like, yes, glitter farts and rainbows and (laughs) unicorns and all that. Sunshine and shit. (laughs) And then the Southern series, it was just like angsty and like the pull and the sadness. And then it's like, and I remember once I finished Southern Storm, which like it killed writing that book killed me because there was just so much angst and it was like you know she's the other woman and you want a hard book to read right because you don't know if you should like her or not well I did and and I think the biggest thing with that book was when you read book one you did not like her exactly so she came like to this day my daughter who's 16 hates Savannah like she's like that bitch Savannah (laughs) I don't even want no, thank I don't you. I want to know. I read her story. I liked it for Bo. She was in the background. <laughs> I don't care. Oh my but, then, God. but when you got to her, to Southern Storm, you understood. Yeah, because you know what? Her whole you think you know, but you have no idea. Right, until you get to know her and her story behind what really happened. Yeah, and then like, you're feeling sorry for her. And then, so... I and just, then you hate yourself for feeling sorry for someone you did, weren't supposed to like. To me, it was just, I wanted the reader to understand her point. Like I knew that yeah. she was going to get all the hate in the world. I knew this, like, I was like, not even, uh, I was like, there's not even going to be, 
a remote chance that one person is gonna like like everybody's gonna be like you broke up the king and queen and you <laughs> shall die on the stokes and we're gonna pin you to the cross and you're gonna have an a on your shirt and <laughs> get your port your your pitchforks and you know in the south there's no secrets i just think that's such a that shows how much of a badass you are as a person to just be like i'm gonna take the character nobody likes and I'm gonna give her her own freaking book and you're gonna like it (laughs) but I did that in every single series like in the something so series the third book Mm -hmm. he was the nemesis in book two I love a bad guy yeah and the reason I did that the very truth is because I forgot to wrap up the story with (laughs) at the end (laughs) completely forgot about max had no and then my beta's like okay but what happened to max i'm like oh fuck i don't feel like going back i'm just gonna let him marry allison and i'll deal with it then (laughs) so and to this day max is like everybody loves mad max but yeah so i it was it was hard it was hard for me to write it 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 took an emotional toll on me it pulled me out of my comfort zone and i'm like a 45 year old woman who likes her bubble like, I won't even go to the grocery store if they change aisles. I'm like, you lost me. <laughs> we're done. We're, we're breaking up. So and I remember finishing it, typing the end, getting in the car, going to Starbucks. And I'm like, I'm never writing another fucking Southern book again in my whole life. It's not going to happen. And I'm driving down the Starbucks and I'm ordering my vanilla latte. And I'm like all excited because I finished this fucking book that I hated in my mind. And then Ethan's story, like literally played like a movie in my, in, in a matter of three minutes, I wrote the blurb. I had the chapters plotted out, like everything. Yeah. I love that. And then it was like, well, this is gonna, and then while I was writing it, I'm like, oh my God, like, I really love Chelsea. Like, I really love Chelsea. And so I- much fun. <laughs> I really like I love the fam like I hate saying goodbye to the families because you're Mm -hmm. like you think they're real yeah they're your babies you've built them yeah literally it's like my first couple is Parker and Cooper Mm -hmm. and to this day I wish that they were real people so I can like thank them for everything that they've done for me oh my god yeah, I'm gonna quote that. High, <laughs> BRB. Let me just let me just jot that down real quick. Yeah, that's like, so good. I yeah, love like, that. I like expect for them. Like I want it. Like every time like something amazing happens, like I want to like call them and say, "Look at what we did." Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I feel so emotional because okay, so I am a new author and so I just published my first book this year and my third one just came out today and so you have a release day and you're doing this yeah we seem to do this often where I've been up since four o'clock I've been up since four o'clock in the morning the grind is real but I the grind is so real and so I that's I feel like that's like everything that I've ever felt for like Valor and Bishop is that like thank you for like being there and like now look and like every time that they grow up even more like throughout the the books that I've wrote mm-hmm. and you know like they get married and they have babies I'm like look look at what my babies did like look at them now and yeah. they're so big and grown up and it's insane to me that you've come att- you like become attached to like these yeah. people that you make yeah. in your head 
it kind of makes me feel like a narcissist a little bit no but I <laughs> literally like I talk about these people like if they're real exactly and that's but like in my head they are but like they're not like real they <laughs> but they, they are, are though <laughs> so I'm going back to the south because I mean are you from the south I'm not sure where are you from I'm Canadian <laughs> Holy shit, so you're not from the South. Okay. I'm not even American. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. I'm not even like I'm from the I South. Board, like I can't even get to the South because the border is closed. Like I can't even go there. Go there. I am from the South, as my accent is yeah. indicative of that. Um, and so like Stevie loves this series and so like I have when I you know can you know squeeze the time in yeah I want to read them because like of how much she's talked about them and how like yeah passionate she is about loving these books and I was like listen I love a good cowboy as long as it's some I gotta say Casey is the cowboy Casey's the true cowboy I mean you get a whole package with Casey Casey I love a true cowboy now I'm writing his son Quinn Oh. And let me tell you, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I love a good cowboy moment. Yeah, I just kind yeah. of see yeah. that though when you get into Ethan's book and you and you're introduced to Quinn, right? And when they go to do the rodeo training and like you kind of, I kind of see that. I can see that yeah. he's very much like Casey. He's very much like Casey, and whereas Casey had like started off as a cowboy and then went in a different direction. Quinn is a cowboy. Like he's a cowboy at heart. Like he is Rip Wheeler yeah. from Yellowstone. That's that's I've never feel. seen Yellowstone. So I but yeah. You I, need to watch it. It's I don't so think good. I, I get it in Canada. Is it on Hulu? If it's on Hulu, we don't get Hulu. No, it's not on Hulu. It's on Voodoo. You can get it on Voodoo though. I don't think I have Voodoo. Okay, well, if you do, you can watch it on there. Because a lot of people watch Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. so what's good with this series is that there's always, like in the first set of four, there was one one moment that changed everybody's life. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's epic. Yeah, well, and then with this one, there is that one moment that changed everybody's life, but then the secrets that are uncovered changes life it keeps like the snowball effect i love dirty south secrets it's very very finding out his secret was probably my favorite scene when i tell it was intense and and then i got the haters saying you know he deserves to know who his father is and he deserves this and he deserves that and a father is more than just donating sperm exactly exactly and that's what like and some readers didn't get it they're like he still deserves to know who his father is but his father is jacob his father is the the man who got up when he cried at night kissed his knee when he fell down helped him walk held his hand that's a father exactly then and it's just like if you inside the mother that doesn't mean he's a father exactly and that's just like if you go to like a sperm bank and you're like okay i want to be a single i want to yeah. be a you know like we want to do this and we have a baby that is not his dad that's not his father that's just the person that donated sperm and just because we didn't do it in a like a logistical way and he just left me yeah. doesn't make him a dad either so yeah. And, so, to be, and to be honest, he didn't leave. He was still in the same town. 
Yep. And watch oh, this kid grow yeah. up. What a dirtbag. Oh, yeah. The this whole was family was secret like, that Bo didn't even know about. So it was like. Yeah. Yeah. Just so much cooler than the town that I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> when I again, tell. Again, if these people were real, I would like to go. I would like for them to make me chicken fried steak and butter. I could make that. And bits yeah, and great biscuits and great. I want that. Like an apple pie. I wrote about blueberry pie last week <laughs> so much that I overeats myself a piece of blueberry pie that cost me $32. <laughs> but I was like, I just I need and can I say it was nothing? It was not even worth the $32. Like it's not like, oh yeah, it's worth every it was not worth every penny. I can assure you that Southern food is the shit. It is absolutely I amazing. I know. My I grandmother know. is the best cook in the entire world. Oh. So okay so uh we're gonna oh, yeah, say, southern series is coming <laughs> super excited about it Four more um, books. oh my god i can't i so put my mind in overdrive with the review as a reviewer because it's gonna be sign up after sign up after sign up <laughs> and so i knew a lot of people were like okay well what are you writing next because i always and like they were like oh, and i'm like i don't know if i want to i don't usually announce it until like book one is done because mm-hmm. then it puts too much pressure on myself and then they're like but you said that it was coming where is it so and I really then- yeah so I finished book one and I started writing book two and I'm like okay I'm ready to and then after I'm like I don't want to do the signups and stuff like that and then like you know mail it out to be I'm like I'm gonna and then Danny's like are you sure this is I'm like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna drop hints fuck it. See, if, see if anybody picks it up so for three days I dropped uh, little quotes that were in the blurb mm-hmm. and then after that I was bored I was like okay like how does nobody get it yet like I'm done like we're just gonna drop the whole thing on them literally it was Ooh. supposed to be a week and I'm like <laughs> I can't do this for like, I just know that Danny was like scrambling she was like oh shit yeah <laughs> we and she's like, I'm like okay so when should I put publish should I press publish because I was only gonna go like drop it when the links were live mm-hmm. so I'm like do I drop it Tuesday before I go to bed or do I drop it in the morning she's like why don't you drop it at noon I'm like oh noon and then what if it goes live at six I don't want to do that at night and then <laughs> and then she was like just press and I'm like oh, okay so I did it and like thank god they went live one after the other and I wasn't going to say anything till the morning but then I got an email saying Natasha Madison has a new book (laughs) and I'm like does she now so I'm like cool first I'm finding out (laughs) so I'm like fuck I'm just gonna so I just dropped literally just dropped the cover on a Tuesday night and everybody's like you know how was your audience and I'm like I don't know I just draw it's a cover you are my spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, so it dropped and then everybody went like literally crazy. Like my inbox was like blowing up and they're like, but I didn't tell everybody that it was four books. I just said, we're going back to South. The next day when I was like, I woke up and I had coffee. I'm like, I should merely mention that it's four bucks. And then <laughs> Maybe I, I should slip that in. Yeah, so I put in a little like a teaser thing and I'm like oh by the way FYI and I just put the Goodreads link and I'm like you guys can dissect it and draw your own freaking crazy yeah 
So where exactly, like, you've been writing for, you know, a span of time. And Four so years. Where, where did your love of storytelling, like, come from? Like, did you always know that you wanted to, you know, like, nope. write books or? No, no. I, well, I was always a huge reader, a huge mm-hmm. romance reader, even when I was younger. Uh, and then I, Fifty Shades of Grey came out and then my reading came back because you know I stopped reading had a couple of kids you know Mm -hmm. back then there was no ebooks right it was like you had to get in your car (laughs) drive to the old-fashioned place where they sell books I still go there (sighs) well keep going there because I love libraries I love libraries I love bookstores it's very hard for me to to go to my local library because I live in Quebec so it's like very French so they have like just a little, like this is the section of English books, which I should actually donate my books to the library. <laughs> I should do that. Uh, <coughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I started reading again and then I started blogging and then, uh, yeah, I did. Ali Martinez actually dared me to write my first book. Dared so, you? And you were like, watch this shit. I was like, no, I was like, all right, I guess I'd be you know, it took me six months to finish and then I finished it. And then I did nothing for four months. It just sat on my computer. And then I oh, had yeah. other bloggers and I sent it to them. Didn't tell them it was me though. I was like, um, this new author wants you to check it out. I said, I read it. It's okay. But like, <laughs> let me know what you think. Cause I felt that if I said it was me, they wouldn't have been brutally honest with me. And yeah, only- only when they're like yeah this is really good I'm like oh okay so maybe I should publish this I'm not expecting a book too like I was like a one and done I was like you know those one hit wonders I was like I'm gonna do one book say I wrote a book and we're gonna move on (laughs) god that's insane and now like four years later 20 something I don't even know how many books now I'm I'm jealous 29 I am and that's just insane like it's just like it's it's crazy to me how like something can snowball into like like I it went down the hill and I wasn't even paying attention it's just like oh it was like an avalanche and then it's like oh shit like should I write a second book I don't know like my (laughs) my (laughs) you have all of these books and you know you have like a wide reader base and like a fan base and kind of obviously you have a wide fan base as you know which uh, to me is crazy to me in itself it's like it like I just can't grasp it because I'm me yeah and I and I and I don't like so we last year we went to and we're over here sweating and I'm like (laughs) I didn't like my hair like this is me so we went to, I was signing at, uh, in Philly last year and I brought my son, my oldest one, my son, Mateo and his girlfriend, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And she had never kind of like been to these things. And then she comes down from the room because they're not going to help me set up because they're not there for that. They're there to <laughs> eat Philly cheesesteaks and to go to Popeye's and <laughs> They're there to get all the American things we can't get in Canada. So they came down after and they saw the people lining up. And then she's like in shock and she's like, 
all those people are lining up for your mom and my son is like okay but is she giving us money to go to like like you need to talk to her get her bank card because we need to go like are we walking the Popeyes or are we going to take an uber there like how far is it and like (laughs) he's worried about food and she's like he's like holy shit look at these people and they're asking her they're like oh my god like you live like you see her like every day how is it and I'm like dude she sees me with like no deodorant and I haven't washed my hair in eight days and we're ordering McDonald's because I'm writing you guys get the glamorous and she gets the crusty old mother-in-law who's like let's just uber eats and watch tv today (laughs) okay i still this day i don't get the fans things i'm so grateful but it's just surreal yeah that people can appreciate the words that you write on a book so much that that they like follow you yeah and read every book exactly I like, oh holy shit I know it's crazy it's insane it's nuts. I love it and so you have like all of this positive feedback but like one of the questions that we like to ask is how do you do de- I am like, so excited for her answer on this question Stevie because I feel like it's going to contain a cuss word um how do you handle negative feedback negative reviews because we live in a time where as soon <laughs> as soon as that thing hits live there are 50,000 negative reviews and like you know you have all yeah, the and you forget reviews. you forget about the 2700 that are positive because exactly. you look at just the negative one so I will say that I am an author who goes to read the negative reviews and I go to read the negative reviews to see if there's something that I can change to better myself I do the same thing 99% of the chance there it's not there <laughs> nothing there that's gonna help me um and I just I have to come to the fact that not everybody's gonna like my shit yeah I told you it's gonna contain a cuss word I love it it's not everybody's (laughs) gonna like my shit and we need to just like I'm sorry you didn't like it and then just we need to you know it's hard it's hard but you have to have thick skin because this is or you don't go on and you don't read those negative reviews. So my dad- I went on for Southern, like I went on to, on Goodreads cause I had to add the Southern, like the other four books. And I saw that Southern Chance had like a 3.99 review. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> fuck? So I went and it's like, first of all, there's this one, like, it's like, uh, you know, he lied to her and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so maybe you shouldn't like, you just have to you just have to at the end of the day if it's really hard for you to read negative reviews just stick to the positive ones yeah and so my dad is very like hardcore like to the yeah I was a competitive athlete in high school so my dad was like hard as shit on me and so you have to develop a tough skin and as a girl so I know that like in guys sports right they yell at you and it makes you better right in like football and stuff like that and that's how my dad was you're like you're a guy like rub some dirt in it and get like that's how my dad was with me and so I have that mentality of like if you say something bad to me I'm just gonna want to prove you wrong so I I read I read some of the bad reviews for constructive criticism because I think that there are sometimes- Like if it could make me a better writer. Yeah. Fine. But 
so then I'll go on one of the negative reviews and then I'll go check her other, like the person's other reviews to see mm -hmm. if like, but then I realized that she's just a bitter woman who doesn't like anything, doesn't like anything. So yeah. why are we reading? Exactly. And I think that there can come, you can, like, you can become a better author in like the negative space. A hundred percent. And I think that if a lot of people did take the time, if you really don't like a book and if you took the time to really figure out why you didn't like it and then tell me that, I feel like that would really like help the <laughs> dynamic between not liking but my book and not living point, in that point. The book is done. You're not going back and you're not going to change the book for yeah. one person when 37 of them say this is a good book. Yeah. And that's what you have to remember at the end of the day. You literally, and, and it's hard. It's, listen, it's the hardest thing is to put this book out there that you love. Mm -hmm. Sometimes not all the time, because there are books that you're like, oh, this fucking book. I just want it <laughs> out. We're going to move on. And then there's books that you're like, wow, this book is like so good. And then everybody's like, oh, this isn't her greatest. And I'm like, were we reading the same thing? Like, this is like, I find that this is my best book and it's not. But as long as I liked it and yeah. I'll go back and reread it. I mean, mind you, my points don't count because I wrote it. So I could <laughs> a little bit of it. But yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, negative reviews, they're there all the time and you just have to like either look away, like make no eye contact. Yes. Like I know you're there, but I'm not going to look at you're it. You're there. And Bye. the best is when <clears throat> you get emails. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are great. Like yes. nothing, nothing says you suck in life more than waking up in the morning and going through your Gmail and being like, you know, your book there, you know, I really, you need to step, step up your game. And I'm like, how do I even answer? Like, do I answer this? And it sucks even more when they have like a positive tag. And so like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And you click yes. it and it's like, you suck. Here, I hate yeah. you. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. There was one girl that was like, oh my God, thank you so much. I just reviewed for, here's the link. And I'm all excited. And I go on and it's like two and 2.75 stars, not even two and a half, <laughs> And so I'm, two and like, three quarters. I love that. Oh God. So I'm like, okay. And then, so I meant, I literally, and I shouldn't because, you know, but I emailed her back and I'm like, I'm really sorry that that didn't really do well for you. She's like, you know, I really have to be honest. And I'm like, I will never, ever tell you not to be honest in your review. If you're in my art team, if you're one of my bloggers, you don't like the book, by all means, be honest about it. Mm -hmm. But be respectful. Yeah. And that's the, that's the line that people. That's the line that people like. Cross. And that I just think I, people forget. Or they're like or they're like I hated every single thing about this book but I guess I should do a giveaway if you guys want to read this shitty book <laughs> here you go like like enter your name who the hell is gonna enter that who <laughs> no one I wouldn't even enter it and I wrote the book I was like oh I'm not gonna touch that book so and there's I just like respect Res yeah there's everything can be done respectfully and I think people forget that like there are people on the other end of writing these books like it's not just like 
a manual uploaded thing that we have feelings and we are human. But like I said, my dad is like, so when he found out I was writing books and I was publishing them and, you know, he's very supportive, but like, if we're doing it, you're doing it hard. And like, my dad is the worst. He goes through them, the reviews. He's like, do you see what this one said? And I'm like, dad, don't read it. I'm like, dad, like, leave it alone. And he's like, listen, look at this. Look at what these people are saying. And I'm like, dad, stop, please. I'm not joking. <laughs> my, my son, who was randomly on Amazon and went, she, he's like, mom, I was on Amazon yesterday and I went to one of your books. I'm like, okay. He goes, there's like a thousand reviews. I'm like, okay. And like, there's a one-star review. Like she fucking hated your book. And I'm like, thank you. I'm like, but did you read any positive ones? He goes, no, the, the, the only ones I wanted to read were the negative ones. And I'm like, but why? He's like, cause I wanted to read. And I'm like, so then after I'm going through which book he went to, cause you know, he doesn't know well, one book from the other book. He just went to read the negative reviews. And then I went and I was like, oh my God, like, she gave me a one star because I used the F word too much. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck really? that For real. That's just, I can't. So we're going to segue into tropes because this is like a, the second half of our portion of the yeah, show. My favorite part because I'm a huge fan of secret babies. Stresses me out. I have a couple of those. Yeah. Stresses which me out. The like, secret babies. I'm an OG fan. <laughs> I've He's been like, for so long. <laughs> Secret baby, you read any secret babies yet? No, I have not. I have a couple. couple. So you've written a lot of tropes from like hockey to like Southern hotties. You've just been all over the board. I know. It's like pick, pick, pick one. (laughs) Pick one because she's in all the lanes. She's in every single one of them. And that's like, that's, it's a hard thing as an author because you're like, should I stick? with what everybody loves or should I challenge myself out of my bubble and like every single freaking book I'm out of my bubble and I'm like get back in the goddamn bubble like get back <laughs> the safe zone and it's like like you'll see I'll write hockey romance and then I'll go like to like a romance suspense and I'm like who the fuck are you like I feel that on a spiritual level and I think it's just I follow like creative wise or whatever because I'm on a hockey series right now and so as soon as it's done going straight to dark romance and as nobody's gonna stop me and because that's just where my creative brain is at and that's what I want to do and I just think it's so insane and it shows like how talented you are for you to be able to hop in all these tropes and just rock them like every time. I'm going here next follow me exactly and you just kill it every time and that's like insane and it says a lot about you and your talent as a writer and yeah so what's your favorite trope you wrote you know I can't say I have a favorite I think just romance is my favorite like love finding love doesn't matter if like it could be your brother's older friends or the step brother's cousin or it's just I don't know it's just love is everywhere and it just depends on where it's going and sometimes it could go in one direction and then you're like oh look it's a secret baby trope and I had no idea that I that's the way I was going (laughs) because and this is the way it goes and so it it's I guess just romance in general I mean I don't necessarily seek out a favorite trope I just want 
to the journey to finding the love. Yeah, I love that's awesome. <laughs> and so, and, and then on the total opposite of the spectrum, is there any trope that you won't ever, you won't go near, like ever? I mean, to write or to read? To write. Well, first of all, I don't think I'll ever be able to write fantasy mm -hmm. because I don't read it. So I wouldn't even know where to go. I wouldn't write historical because I just don't get it. <laughs> yes. Like, I get it. I get it. I just, like, I read, I, and I read a historical romance from Sandra Brown, and I didn't even know that I, it was a historical, like, there was, like, a wagon trail, and then I had to, like, spend an hour on Google looking up what wagon trails was, and then I had to look up floor plans to wagon trails, because where the hell are they sleeping, and then I just didn't get it. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, then, like, he showers out of a bucket, and it's just, it's too much for me so my daughter is here and I'm like do you want to be on the zoom call baby <laughs> the wi-fi is like shit come okay. say hello we I, would love to I, have her if you come and say hello we would love to have her okay come, come. we'd love to have her <laughs> She's a huge romance reader now. She just started a couple. Wait, I'm here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she's like a huge romance reader these days. Like she gobbles them up and she has read Southern Heart. Do you like it? Is your mom your favorite author? No. <laughs> she's honest. At least nope. she's honest. No, not in the least. She is a huge Teal Swan fan. Like oh, she was I love her. Yeah. So she's coming out with a book in January, I think, Ferrero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Erica is like, you need to pull some strings and be friends with her because I need that book. Give me an arc. <laughs> get it. <laughs> become a reviewer. That's I, the best part about this is that we get arcs. <laughs> so I was like, I messaged TL and I'm like, hi, I'm a huge fan and I really hate doing this, but I really want to be cool for my daughter. And like, she loves your books. <laughs> like I'm writing it now. And I'm like, okay, I just, I need it. Just whenever you're done, you get a yeah. chance. Just let me know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's, she's in Australia too, I think. Pardon? Is she? Isn't she from Australia? Is she? I don't know. I have no I've, idea. I've reviewed some of her books already. So she she's, is read she's them really all. sweet. She's read them all. And uh, yeah, and that's one of her favorites. But no, Mama's not her favorite. But she <laughs> likes Max. Max is her favorite. Max is like a fan favorite altogether. Yeah. Who else is your favorite? Cooper. Cooper. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Gotta go OG. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay, yeah. so we were talking okay. about tropes. Yeah, what tropes that I, I can't write. Historical oh. fiction. Yeah, his, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> MM. Only because I would hate to insult or like be disrespectful of like, because I don't know it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know it. And I don't want to like say something to offend because that's not who I am. So I like you write what you know. Yeah. So I'm, I stick to just, yeah. So 
and it's like but yeah fantasy no can't do fantasy no dragons not gonna be any wizards coming into the southern series although somebody did message me saying that i should write a fae folklore and i had to google what that was because i was like i I what he wants me to write (laughs) I don't know what that is either. So it's fairies. <gasps> oh, okay, cool. All right, that works. Again, I don't know fairies. <laughs> Never dabbled in that. Never so, dabbled in. Yeah. Is there one that you haven't written that you want to, like, eventually, like one that you haven't done yet? Yeah. That you want to. Yeah, I have one book that's been like eats away at me like in the back of my mind and it's an adoption one. Oh so, snap like yeah. okay we gotta have to clarify on the adoption one like like so so she was left because I've read um, some crazy books yeah because there's like a huge twist in it okay you don't have so to- she was she was just left outside of a fire station when she was a couple hours old and she's always grown up knowing that she's adopted like her she loves her adopted parents well her parents she loves them like it's not about that and then she just wants to know where she came from yeah so she goes through all this genealogy and stuff and she traces the tree and then she like kind of finds out who her parents are but then there's like a huge twist in it oh snap yeah that would be I would love to read that would be awesome um so one more question and then we will let you go on your merry way uh if you could be any of your characters male and female for one day who would it be I mean I think I always want to be a guy only because like I'd like to do tricks with the dick (laughs) yes I mean yeah I'd like to see if I can really helicopter because that like that takes (laughs) I think it takes time to learn how to helicopter. And you have to like, be gifted with a certain amount of something yeah, to like, be able to do it. Like the way you wrote, like, is it the, it's like kind of like you want to learn how to juggle because you think you can juggle, but then you try to juggle. So I'd really, I'd love to have a penis for a day. <laughs> I mean, I feel like That's everybody great. would want to switch bodies for a day. Like seriously, like if you think, think about it, how much easier is it being a guy than a girl? Oh, it's like 10 out of 10. Like, without a doubt, there's no question about it. Like, I got no a dick that's out, goes to the right, goes to the left, pee. That's- I jerk it off. Like, <laughs> that's all we do. <laughs> I mean, I got, I hope the guy hated, like, guys don't come after me now saying, you know, it's hard having a dick. Really? I bet it is. I bet. <laughs> I bet. My heart bleeds on their shoulder and go with it. My heart bleeds for you. Let me go get some tampons. Yes. You can see that I bleed from my vagina once a month. The world's smallest violin playing for you. Yeah, I know. So one of your male characters, one of your female characters, who and why? Oh my God. Out of the, out of the, all the common ones that you've done. Jesus. Um, I think I'd want to go like maybe to the Hollywood series only because I can live in Hollywood and like be bougie yeah like because I really want to be bougie but I'm really not bougie but I try to be bougie yeah uh but then after I would love to go and visit the Stone family I would love to be anyone in their family like to sit down 
I don't know. It's that. Oh my god! I don't think anybody has asked me that question. Who would I want? Booyah! I know. God, now you're like gonna be all day. I'm like, who fake person in my mind do I want to be? Exactly. God, I don't. I don't. I think it would. I would have to be Parker because she started it all, mm-hmm. and she has Cooper, who's like the biggest alpha that like basically your mind beat on my chest and like <laughs> pee on my leg and now <laughs> nobody can get you oh for primate just like <laughs> yeah I mean literally I think it, and then for the guy god I want to be Miller dibs <laughs> dibs Miller was hilarious he's funny no, as shit no, I want to have a sense of humor I literally thought that book was going in a different way than it actually went. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, this is going to be the funny book. And like, he's so funny. And then like they had their conflict and my heart hurts. Like I hurt. Yes. Like, how do you think we, how do you think readers felt? Well, especially with problem, like Layla, but- especially like Layla's like big secret. You just drop that on us. And we're like, here it is. Yeah. Like- and he's like, <laughs> Jesus and it was like because both of them fell without even realizing what the hell was going on because that's Mm -hmm. the best kind and then it's just ripped away from you and it's not because you know you didn't take out the garbage or we got into a stupid ass fight because you didn't I don't know fucking call me when you say you were gonna call me it was like legitimate like the one thing that she wanted from him she didn't give him yeah so, ah, I know I know uh, fuck, I don't really know who the, I mean they all have amazing wardrobes so any girl I would pick any girl because yes I'm a huge I'm a huge shoe whore and Same. like yeah I can't and, walk in heels to save my life oh god no I can run in them like literally shit. yeah shit no yeah. thank you yeah, I can yeah. do heels, heels, but I I have a, quite the shoe collection. I can I can like skate and stuff like that. Anything, you give me a ball, a bat. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. I can like do it, but like put me in a pair of heels, and we are in trouble. No way. <laughs> I can probably play soccer in heels. Oh my god, that's yeah. talent. That's talent. Yeah. I love heels. I yeah, and I'm a huge Pinterest fan. Like I like all my books have like pinterest boards but it's only for the outfits that they (laughs) (laughs) yeah nothing else ever go to a movie then you know this is how they'll be dressed it's like a pinterest of like their house how their house is decorated because like i'm very visual yes like i need to see what kind of cover she has on her bed we just need to have it don't know why works one day we need a southern series movie that would be I mean, imagine. I would freak I, out. Yeah, I would. I would freak out first. Heidi McLaughlin, that poor girl. Her movie got that book got butchered into a movie, and it was. I mean, it was cute, but it was not. I. I. I should not have been that way. The book. I was a huge fan of the book before, and then my daughter saw the movie, and she loves the movie. And I'm like, if you love the movie, then you should read the book. And oh my god, read the. She came back and she rewrote. She wrote the books and the kids. Yeah. Last year, and I'm like, I'm so obsessed with Noah's story and the fact that he ended up with Peyton. But 
I just they messed that movie up so bad for me and I I, I mean it was it, a cute it. movie I loved it I will watch it all the time but it's I think that every book to movie it's gonna be it's gonna be different a little bit con- like because I think even 50 shades at one like I've never seen it only because I love the books and I don't want it I don't See, want it I to feel like I'm the same way so I'm the same way pretty pretty accurate on some parts I feel like everybody has read all of these romance novels. I hear I am and I write romance. And everybody has read like this just plethora of like romance. And I'm like, I read Stephen King. That's what I write. That's what I read. But I write romance. Because yeah, whatever, it works. (laughs) But thank Thank you so much for being on here with us. We've had thank you for having me. An absolute blast talking with you. You have been hilarious. And it has been awesome. I don't know. Thank you so much. I appreciate doing that. (laughs) Very carefully. But I literally when it's I I love the build-up to release day and then Mm -hmm. I hate release week. Like I get the quietest that I've ever been during release week and when you're supposed to be like so out there and stuff. I'm like so quiet I like withdraw to like even the week after it's like she made a tiktok today following her day (laughs) I mean (laughs) I'm out here in I'm out here in the game I'm trying this is my this is my release day it's fantastic (laughs) I'm out here in the game trying I had a release day I think last month and I wrote all day. Yeah, I was well, like, it's probably what I'm gonna do, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, at that to that point, it's like I've done everything. Unless I'm going door to door and I'm sitting down with people and petting them while I read, like there's nothing else that I can do for this book. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like a lot of people are like, what can I do? I'm like, can you go door to door? And like and pet them. And be like, please read the book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's all that's left to do. Exactly. But thank you so much. We've had You're such so a great time. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Had a great and time chatting. Thank you.